bogeys back to back. Welcome to Inside the Sandhills Bogies Clubhouse. I'm Jonathan Bim here with the Pilot Newspaper, and joining me for a second episode is Ashby Vining and Dylan Langston for the Sandhills Bogies guys. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having us. This yeah, is a true you. honor, and it's really cool to you know experience something like this for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think with something new, we wanted to give y'all some exposure other than just in the newspaper and what we're doing, and definitely, I think it's kind of cool. I think everybody listens to podcasts nowadays, so might as well make one for the Bogies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, starting off, we'll, either one of y'all, just sort of give me your background, name, position, where you're from, and how'd you sort of get here? So uh, my name is Don Langston. Uh, I'm a pitcher from Chesapeake, Virginia. I go to school at Leslie University in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I'm on my, for, this was past year was my fourth year of college, uh, dealing with COVID season. Started off at a junior college back home, uh, Brian and Stratton College, played three years there because of the COVID year, and then just transferred over to Leslie. Um, I ended up coming down here because my Leslie coaches wanted me to come play summer ball. I made a couple phone calls, and here I am. And uh, for me, I'm Ashby Vining, as uh, Jonathan said. Uh, me, I played high school baseball at Gilbert High School. Actually, my senior year, we won the 3A state championship. And then I uh, took my journey and further baseball, baseball career at the University of Coker. Um, so I was a freshman there. I kind of put in for the league. And then uh, the owner, Alec, reached out, you know, said we got a new team, St. Hill Bogies. I've never experienced summer ball. I um, always wanted to do it. So I thought I'd give it a try, you know, good reps. And then I found my way down here. I'm very fortunate. I have, you know, the best host family. I always heard, you know, when it came to summer ball, it all depends on your host family, you know, how they are. And I just thank uh, Mr. and Mrs. Layman for having me. They treat me so well. I, I mean, the first night I was down here, um, you know, they said, what did I like? And I woke up the next day in the refrigerator and everything was in there. And I was like, holy moly, like, man, I have it, you know, I got treated right. But um, I'm a catcher, uh, came down, have been catching pretty well. And uh, the, the bogeys, our team's getting getting along very well and it's a really good group of guys you know coming in you know not knowing anybody i don't think any of us knew anybody and then just clicking right away was uh really cool we all are having a blast in the dugout for sure yeah dylan who's your host family or do you have a host family uh so i live on the little river resort uh it's me and now four other guys we have two rooms of four Okay. Uh, so yeah. So it's like it's like being in a dorm, I guess. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. So. Kind of like it's like a little suites kind of set up. Nice. So two guys per room. We just hang out by ourselves. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then summer ball. Obviously, he's Ashby said this was his first year. What about you? How many times have you played summer um, ball? So I used to play summer ball back home in uh, Chesapeake, and this is actually my first summer ball away from home. I really wanted to kind of experience somewhere else to play summer ball, and. My coaches were all all on board for that, and here I am. I actually love it. I love being away from home. I love this. I love this whole kind of setup that the league has. I think it's great. Okay, Ashby, what's been the biggest thing that's like, whoa, this is summer ball. This maybe this isn't college ball. This isn't high school. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I would say like the mentality of being in the minor leagues. You know, you hear you play day day by day and you know being young you know we I think we just got on a six game stretch so you know I'm waking up I'm lifting and then I'm going straight to the factory you know thank goodness we have that and we're hitting and then you're going to play in a game you wake up and do the same thing all over again so um, I feel like it's actually very beneficial because I get in a rhythm so I'm you know like I'm doing the same thing every day and um, baseball is you know my favorite thing to do so I'm enjoying it so much especially when you're playing well it's even you know it means a little bit more and um, when you have a home crowd that shows up like they do it's just it's so fun and it, it never gets boring I'll definitely say that especially at our home field and our fans you know it's packed every night it it never gets boring and you know i just enjoy every night of it for sure 
Yeah. So our neighbor beside us here in the office is the community church. Uh, Mike Dubbs is the preacher over there. He has uh, two guys. Um, he's a host family for, and he says he goes to every game. Is your host family sort of avail- available to get out to your games? Yeah, they actually come to a lot. They actually okay. got season tickets. I think they've been to every home game so far for sure. Um, they always want to make it out and come out and support. And I know uh, Mr. Lehman always takes video of me, so that's pretty cool, you know, to see like um, him take video of you, you know, when you're staying in their house for sure. Yeah. So you're from Virginia, you're from South Carolina, so y'all are really sandwiched in North Carolina. Um, but what's it like being in this part of, this, of North Carolina? I mean, obviously people talk about their, y'all see the whole state really with this league, but what's it, what do you feel like right now y'all sort of learned about our little area? I would just say um, it's a very it's a very nice area. Uh, a lot of good restaurants, I would say. You know, uh, especially down in the Pinehurst area. Actually, my girlfriend's coming in town uh, this Saturday, and we have Monday off, so I'm looking forward to taking her somewhere downtown in Pinehurst. A couple of the buddies I know have been on a couple of dates, and you know, they had, there's one really nice place. I forgot what it's called, um, but it's just a very it's a very nice and clean area. You know, there's not many trash laying around. The gym I go to is very clean. Uh, we got a brand new field, and the Sand Hills Community College. You know, they're we're very fortunate they open up their weight room and their facilities to us and it's always super clean we go in and take showers before the game after being on the field uh, so it's just a very nice area a lot of golf courses haven't been out and played yet i know a lot of the guys have went and played i haven't found my way on the course yet i really want to um but yeah it's just a super nice area very busy i'll definitely say there's a lot of traffic especially at those traffic circles coming from the west end area um definitely some traffic but um yeah it's, it's really nice and i'm and you know i'm blessed to be here for sure yeah, so for me, it's definitely a big change. Uh, so back home's kind of kind of busy, pretty good amount of people, but then going to school up in Boston, it's just people everywhere, hustle bustle, just big city, that kind of thing. So it's really nice to come back down here, and it's a lot more like relaxed, a lot more open. Uh, I feel like leaves for a lot more opportunity, not so busy, busy all the time. So even though we're always busy playing baseball or work or whatever it is we're doing, working out, like you still have some like settleness a little bit of quietness around so i really like that personally yes yeah, so ashby i guess there's a couple places in piners that's pretty good i guess you got to kind of start off with piners brewing company um for for a date or drum and quill there's there's a couple go-to spots yeah, that's I'll what to, the guys are saying i so. had to get you i had to get you a list or something we got the best of the pine stuff around laying around i can show you the best place to take somebody for sure. a couple guys have been to that brewing company that you're talking about i think that's I what the one they were yet. talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. my roommates Re- have been. really good not yet really good barbecue yeah so, that's what i've heard yeah so gotta make sure maybe i know that they're also brought out some really good food trucks out there to see y'all at the games i know they've sort of fed y'all a little bit after the games yeah it's, we've had uh whispering pines barbecue yeah that place uh, yeah they're, they're yeah. good as well and then uh big herbs has been out there a few times too okay nice so, yeah so they're yeah. they're definitely getting the right stuff for y'all oh, um, yeah. out there um yeah and so you'd mentioned that nobody really knew each other when y'all got out here but then i've heard a lot of guys talk about how quickly y'all gelled what was that like the getting and joining meeting these guys on the uh, first of june really and now it, we're half what was it today's the 21st so i mean it's been three weeks and y'all really seem to get to know each other yeah i've never really experienced that kind of like gelling together like that quick i mean i've played on i've played baseball since i was eight years old so i've played on a gazillion different teams with a bunch of different people um i don't know we all just kind of showed up to practice one day and we all had the same similar passion for baseball and it just kind of clicked like that um. Yeah, I don't think there's really any exact reasoning behind it. It's just other than the fact that we all love playing baseball. 
Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Also, I think it helped. You know, we had, I think when we got here, we got here and we had like four practices together. So that was good. First couple games, like we all knew each other, didn't know each other really well. And then when you get on a win streak like we did, I think we hit one, like what, four or five straight? Yeah. Um, really gelling, you know, there. And then, like they said, the Little River, I know there's maybe only like, what, eight or nine y'all stand, but after the game, we all go back there and show there all the guys, you know, we'll have a fire outside. Or I know uh, we hit some golf balls there. So it's just like yeah. going back somewhere and all hanging. I know Sunday night we, we took the win, and then like me and five other guys went to Chili's. So I just think it's the little things outside the field. Like today's an off day, but we're very fortunate. Like I said, our coach is going to open up, you know, the factory for us to hit, and I guarantee all the position guys will be in there, you know, talking and hitting for two hours, you know. Um, so I think it's just, you know, all of us being near each other and just when you see everybody every day, you know, you're, you're going to get along. And when you put a hardworking group of people together and every single one of our players are hardworking and want to get after it, it's always going to be successful for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously this weekend was big. I mean, you rebounded after the loss on Friday to get that win on Saturday, and y'all both played a big part in that. Um, Dylan was pitching p- complete game. Ashby, were you catching that game? I was, yeah. Uh, so sort of we'll get start with Dylan. Walk me through that complete game. I, remember, I think the quote that someone sent me the story on was you basically said, Coach wanted you to get seven innings. You got him nine, yeah. 13 strikeouts, and you really had a good ball game. Just walk me through that game. Yeah, so we showed up. <clears throat> Pigeon coach hadn't showed up yet, and me, Ashby, and all the other guys are sitting in the locker room getting ready. And I walk out, get ready, and start stretching. And pitching coach comes up to me, Coach McKeever, and goes, uh, I need seven innings out of you today. And I was like, well, you know, you're going to get nine. Um, started warming up. I felt pretty good in the pen. Um, not, I wouldn't say I felt my best I ever felt, but I still felt pretty good. And then we got out there, and this is actually the first time Ashby's ever caught me in a game uh, this past game. It's normally been Riley. Ashby's only caught me one time on the very first practice like three weeks ago and then I mean as soon as the first inning happened it just it just clicked for both of us like we just gelled like that just everything was it was like a well-oiled machine almost I mean to start off the game very first pitch I throw kid rolls over to shortstop and I was like whoa when the very first pitch of the game is an out that that's set up we're set up good um, him and I were just on the same page really the whole game just mixing it up on the hitters they had no clue what was coming like they if they were guessing, they were guessing wrong every single time. So it just worked out for both of us. Yeah, Ashby, what was that like being behind the plate? And then you also had a home run as well. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, coming in the summer ball as Coach McKeever, he lets me call the games actually. And, um, you know, as a hitter and, you know, seeing other guys at the plate and Dylan, just everything was working. I mean, everything from a fastball slider change up, you know, to the curveball. I remember there was one kid, I think, in like the fourth inning, it was 2 0, you know, Dylan threw two fastballs, you know, borderline that we didn't get from the umpire, which is no big deal. And then we threw three curveballs back to back to back and he's back in the dugout you know it's, it's things like that that you know people don't see I, I think there was like one time where there was a couple runners on it was three two and we throw a breaking ball right there boom back in the dugout yep. uh, so just throwing his pitches with confidence you know that's what I look in a pitcher you know whether the count was 3-0 3-2 or 0-2 I know I could call any pitch and he was going to deliver and, and you know that's what you look for in a pitcher and that's the grit and uh, what's funny about the nine innings is he before he even went out to the field he walked in the locker room it was like I'm going all nine and I looked at him laughing I was like dude no you're not like you don't need to throw that many pitches and then he went nine with barely even throwing any pitches so it was uh it was just kind of all that was just kind of funny saying he was going to do it and then he actually did it so yeah because i mean summer ball is about reps so you figured i mean at one point someone's going to get in there maybe just an inning or two and then yeah so they rode with you so you, you had it going from from start to finish that's for sure yeah um yeah and just sort of describe the momentum this team's on right now like you said it was lost the first three and then got on that win streak and now y'all seem to find something right what's going right with these guys so, I mean, for us in the beginning, like, even though we gelled as a team, like, as in, like, our personalities, we all got together as friends and stuff, we didn't quite click together yet, I would say, in our first three games. Like, 
on the baseball field, we didn't quite click. We didn't know. We were all trying to figure out where we were going to play, things like that. And then once we figured that out, it was just on a roll. Everybody kind of bought into what was going to happen, the way things were going to go. And then we just started playing the game that we all know and love how to play that we've been playing for however long it's been, 10 plus years. Yeah, I would just say the big thing, especially like from a hitter standpoint, um, you know, losing the first two. I think we actually did win the third game. I don't. I, I don't think we lost the first three, but um, the first two. Like I think uh, a lot of our hitters, and I know myself. You know, we were getting hits, but they weren't. They weren't the best hits. You know, they were good hits, and I think that was just because of timing. You know, when you take a break off from baseball, not you know, we're still in the cage hitting, but not seeing that live pitching. So I think from a standpoint like that, seeing live abs and seeing live, it took a couple at bats, and then after the first few games, you know, and you play every day, you know, you're, now you're comfortable in the box, you've seen pitches, so then it's like now we go, and uh, everything seems to slow down and you know seem a little bit more loopier in the box, so you can really swing it better and feel more comfortable in the box for sure. Yeah, a lot of guys once once their college season ends, especially for me, uh, I threw a lot of innings this year. So the coaches told me kind of take a break, like take a break off the mound, let your arm have some rest. Same thing for hitters. Hitters take a little bit of a break from the time that our season ends to the time that we showed up, and getting back into that rhythm of seeing pitches again. I feel like that was just our like grace period, I guess, kind of between those first three games, and then once we all got back into what we know how to do. It started. We just rolled from there. Yeah, and you are right. It was only two losses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like even what he said, picking him back. I think like the pitchers right away. Like I think your first outing, you may have gave up a couple of runs. It was just getting that comfortable, you know, getting that curveball over the slider over versus maybe it's a ball out and a ball away. Now your second appearance, you're locked in and it's there. So I think it was just the reps and getting back into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So y'all entered this summer, probably had something in mind, what y'all were wanting to work on. What were you wanting to grow a little bit? What's something that you've been working on, or how, and how's that going? Uh, so the big one for me was really trying to figure out how to throw harder, get my body moving in the right way to uh, start throwing harder, which I think that's happened for me. It also helps that playing in Boston, it's, you know, 30, 40 degrees all year long. And then you come down here and we're at 90, 90 100. Yeah, yeah. It's a little hotter. <clears throat> um, and trying to figure out how to get the curveball over. Uh, towards the end of the season, my curveball wasn't really breaking the way it was before. Um, so really coming back on to getting back on top of that and figuring out how to throw it. And I mean, Ashby and I threw so many curveballs uh, against Brunswick the other day. Uh, so really putting that together and being able to consistently throw that curveball over and over again and really get my mechanics moving the right way. That was my big thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we definitely threw way more curveballs than uh, fastballs. Yeah. Or, you know, it was pretty close for a baseball game. I would say for me, it's just continue to do reps and, you know, stay stay ahead in the count at the plate. Um, so, you know, I'm a power hitter, fastball kind of hitter. So if I can get ahead 2-0, you know, I'm in the green light and I'm ready to go. So I think that was a big thing. And, you know, against Bruns Brunswick, I stayed ahead in the count. Um, I also wanted to come in and hit for a lot of power. You know, in college I hit well. Uh, swung it well, but I wanted to come in with a little bit more home runs and stuff. And, you know, I'm two home runs now, four doubles, uh, triple. So, I, and my slugging's up there. So I'm swinging it well. I just want to keep the power there. I guess so. My biggest thing was come in and, you know, hit for power, but also have that average there and the slugging there and eliminate the strikeouts for sure. But mostly just get reps and stay ahead in the count. If I can stay ahead in the count, then usually it plays in my favor. Um, but, you know, you, you know, when you get two strikes, you know, to have the two strike approach and be ready to go for sure. Yeah, I think the other big thing for me, like he's saying, as hitters getting ahead, it's like me staying ahead. This year, in my spring season, I kept my strikeouts really high, my walks really low, but I still was running that pitch count up high. So trying to figure out how to keep the strikeouts up and the walks down while also keeping the pitch count as low as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more efficient at that when, yeah, you're, more efficient. when you're on the rubber. Um, so this was something, I mean, coming up when they were creating the bogeys, like all of a sudden they come up and say, hey, we've got our manager, it's Bernie Carbo, and I'm, I'm like, 
what the heck, how did we get a, a former big leaguer as a manager? And then like, oh, he's been in town. He's been living here for a couple of years. So it's, he's really been a, a like an unsung, like a tr- treasure in the rough. Like nobody knew he was here. Yeah. Um, so what has been like having Bernie in the dugout with y'all? I mean, I'm sure he's got a story for everything you want to talk with him about. Yes, he does. Um, I have a funny story when we All find right. out that Bernie actually was our, our manager. Uh, we were on a road trip for school on I couldn't tell you where we were I think we were headed down to Virginia actually we were headed down to DC to go play a set of games and I was sitting there and I had been talking with my coach for the past week about everything that's been going on like they sent us our jerseys they sent us like all this information I'm telling them about it and then I was like oh we just got a new manager and they're like oh who is it and I was like Bernie Carbo and my head coach turns around from the front of the bus and looks at me and goes Bernie Carbo and I was like yeah like I didn't personally know who he was at first and he goes you mean like the number one overall draft pick played for the Red Sox and I was like he was like rookie of the year and I was like I guess I I mean if if we're talking about the same person here I'm sure it's not a coincidence here Uh, but being with Bernie's been pretty cool Um, I've always played for coaches that uh, are a little bit older I had my pitching coach growing up and at my junior college uh, Gary Lavelle he pitched for a long time in the major leagues um, two-time all-star He's actually the all-time appearances leader for the San Francisco Giants to this day. Um, so I've always gelled with kind of guys like that, and I love having a gazillion different stories for every situation. Even if I hear the same story twice, I still love to hear it because that kind of guy has way more experience than I have and I could ever have. So being able to hear it from him firsthand is pretty amazing for me. And I can tell you from a hitter standpoint, it's amazing. You know, I came in, you know, we're – practicing and he has us doing all these drills that none of us have ever done you know i can remember one of our guys were doing a drill like where you throw the tennis ball with the dog throw like hit one of our guys and bernie was like this is how you do and he did like four perfect ones and then our guy gets up there and like just completely does it wrong and and he's like all right well someone else try it and the next guy does it wrong and we're all doing it wrong it wasn't just that one guy and for him just to really develop me as a hitter standpoint really see the game view it differently I guess in the box in my approach that's really helped uh, he's fixed my grip and one thing I can say about Bernie which you know I love him to death is he'll always be there for you uh, you know I definitely know like hitters if we call him he'll meet us at the cage at any time he wants us to come to him and hit he leads us in Bible study every Sunday which is very cool especially for a summer team for him to be able to lead that with us but he's just always there for you and he's he's one of the most positive people you'll meet from a baseball aspect you know say you strike out or pop up he you know he like he says you're going to make more outs than you are hits and you know that's okay and you know he tells us stories before he went 2 for 70 to start out and then he ended up batting 300 that year so it's not how you start it's how you finish so definitely that aspect and he just he can break the game down from a fundamental standpoint point that has really I felt like taking my game to another level for sure yeah he kind of gives us some insight on things that us as younger guys really don't think about so it gives us a new perspective on baseball and like you said he's a great guy to be around and that's not even just on the baseball field that's all the baseball field too like we we call him to let us in to come hit or whatever but at the same time if you ever need anything you can call him so it's been pretty great yeah, he definitely is. He's outgoing, and it's crazy when he name drops people like just out of the blue. He's like, "Yeah, Johnny Bench," and you're like, "Oh, that's it's crazy." Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just to have that kind of connection. So this league is very unique. I've learned, and it's I think it's the mascots. It's just the names of the teams. So y'all give me y'all's favorite other than the bogeys. What's the the funniest, the craziest, the one that you that's always gonna stick with you? Feel like I don't know. I still think the bogeys is the best one, but I can't pick that one. Um. What's the one? They're like a grape. 
The muscadines? Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, so odd. yeah, the grapes. I don't know the deal with that. Like, is, is that a great county or something? I think like, it's but, Mecklenburg County, so it's around Charlotte. So I think, I guess, because muscadine grapes are really prevalent here in North Carolina and stuff. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I think maybe that's what it is. I think they try to sort of get it where it's connected with the area. So, like, the Swepsonville Sweepers, who y'all play Sunday, or Saturday at yep. home, they had, like, a there was a, a broom factory up there at one point. And then, like, this the spinners for Sanford, like, like text and all that stuff used to be really big in those areas and obviously the bogeys golf here in the sand hills I think, the, I think my answer was going to be Swepsonville. So I think it's funny you said yeah, the sweepers because that, that one, I mean, Swepsonville, it kind of made sense. But now that you say it's a broom factory, that makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, I do like how they did try to, every time they get a new team in this league, it's been something that's got some connection for the area. Yeah. All right. So this is one specific question for each. So Dylan, starting with you. I know you're a pitcher only, if you could hit, would you rather have a no-hitter on the mound or hit a home run? Because I know you got to be itching to go up to the plate. Well, funny, funny thing is I actually hit at my college at, uh, up in Boston. Okay. But I don't know. Hitting a home run is way more common than a no-hitter, so I'm still going to have to take the no-hitter. Okay. And Ashby, so you're behind the plate. Would you rather be able to throw every runner out but never be able to get another hit, Oof. or would you rather hit the ball for get, reach base safely every time and never be able to throw a, a runner out? Um, I'm going to have to go with the hitting ones. Chicks dig the long ball, you know what <laughs> I mean? That's the old saying. Uh, it's nothing like, you know, hitting and just like I hit that home run, you know, with the big crowd and the crowd erupts. You know, it, it carries a little bit more away, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm definitely going to go long ball there for for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so basically you're saying if Dylan walks a guy, he's getting a third immediately. So. He, he can take it if I'm getting on base every time. I'll yeah. repay him the favor. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can live with that if you – if you're getting on base, I can live with that. Yeah. Well, I guys, can deal with the runner myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that curveball, apparently, if you can throw three straight for strikes. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you stopping by, uh, being here in the Bogies Clubhouse. Um, thanks for stopping by and talking with us a little bit about the summer. Uh, best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you. I appreciate thanks, it. For thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure.